This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on Sunday Focus today, the founder of ResGen, Tom Henderson, joins the program to talk about the organization, how they've dealt with the COVID-19 pandemic, and the upcoming date comedy night and the men's summit. All that and more coming up on Sunday Focus. You know what really gets a party started? Indoor baseball. Yeah, just find a broom or a pool cue, and you can use, like, anything as a ball. Cans, bottles, shoes. Hey, bro, toss me that avocado. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Underage drinking and driving, the ultimate party foul. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Sunday Focus. I'm being joined over the phone right now with Tom Henderson. Tom is the founder of ResGen here in the Sioux Empire, and he's got a whole lot of fun stuff coming up, along with just talking about the organization. Hey, Tom, good morning. Hey, good morning, Christine. Uh, Good to be sharing a little time with you here. Absolutely. You know, this isn't the first time that you came on the program. It was actually quite a while ago. It feels like 10 years ago when it was probably around two years ago. So it's been a long time since we last talked about ResGen. So for anyone who isn't familiar with this organization, tell us about it. Yeah, well, ResGen really is about one thing. It's about restoring generations of relationships, uh, both with God and others. And, you know, we've been doing now ResGen for about 12 years, uh, 12 years in April. And it started with me just really traveling around the country, speaking at a lot of schools, a lot of events, conferences around the country, um, hit about 28 different states in the first five years, and uh, really talking about the restoration uh, and health that really can be a part of our relationships, regardless of, of struggles in past or uh, cycles that have been in our lives. And, uh, and then after doing that for a lot of years, uh, we started doing a lot of our own events locally here to where now um, I'm traveling a lot less, which is great, and we're able to impact our community here locally. Absolutely. So what is the purpose of ResGen when you were coming up with this organization? Yeah, well, you know, one of the things that, that was kind of the foundation for ResGen was, uh, was my story, you know, and my story of growing up in a broken home and and experiencing life as a teenager with uh, parents that were not together, with a dad that was in prison uh, throughout the entirety of my teen years. And then, you know, really having to wrestle with the truth of my reality and the questions that 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 rose up within me. And that was, you know, can I have healthy relationships in my life, not just now, but in the future? Uh, Am I destined to make some of the same mistakes? that have been made by, um, by my dad and, and other family members, um, or can I truly make better decisions, or you know, can, I, um, can I achieve victory and success in my life, even though that necessarily hasn't been a, you know, the foundation that, that was a part of my life. And, and so, so that's really what kind of was the, the foundation of, of the ministry and of the organization. And thankfully, um, because of the message that, that I was able to just 
uh, have so many people in my life surround me and really help me understand that I can have healthy relationships, that I can have victory in life. Um, you know, how, how can the principles that I learned uh, through other people primarily and through my own faith, how can that help others in their situations? Absolutely. I was going to ask you to refresh my memory if you had a personal connection to this organization, and, and you do. But besides your story, what other needs did you see in the Sioux Empire to bring ResGen to life? Well, you know, the, the reality is, is, is the vast majority of students today, and I would even just say people in general, uh, we've known nothing but broken relationships in our lives. And that has greatly impacted the way that, that we do view relationships, the way that we view um, our lives, the way that we view our marriages, the way that we view our faith. And so unless we can deal with, you know, come to grips with the fact, okay, just because this is a part of my past, um, I can um, experience forgiveness in my life that can lead to a new freedom in my life. Um, unless we can realize that just because there are broken pieces in my, in my life, just because there's been brokenness, that doesn't mean that I can't achieve wholeness as a person and in my own um, relationships, um, then it's, then it's going to be a, a real challenge. And so, you know, and that doesn't matter if you are here locally in South Dakota or wherever you are in the entire world. Uh, the reality is, is that there is brokenness in relationships. And so the question is, how do we repair those relationships if that's possible? And how do we move forward? How many men or families would you say benefit from ResGen? That's a great question, Christine. And, you know, uh, rough estimate, early, I should say. Yeah, early on, you know, I was speaking to about 25,000 students a year around the country. And, and so now that we are doing things here more locally, our, our local events, you know, our men's summit that we do draws about 1,000 men each year. Plus, now we've added simulcast sites that have uh, around the country that will draw another 1,500 to 2,000 men probably this year. Um, in the past, we have brought that event into the prison system, recognizing that a lot of those guys cannot come to us, obviously. So how do we bring our message to them? And, uh, and then for our marriage events, you know, we, those are marriage event called Date Night Comedy. Uh, that reaches about, about 750 couples a year mm -hmm. uh, where we're really just trying to encourage couples to, uh, to laugh and enjoy marriage. Uh, yes, we send them away with, with some resources and tricks and tools and, and tips and that kind of stuff, but it's also just about laughter and increasing joy in marriage. And so there's, you know, there's about 1,500 there. And then our Giving Life, the Giving Life podcast that we host, um, you know, that's been such a fun new adventure that we started uh, with COVID. And, um, you know, we release a new episode every other Thursday. And to be able to see the way that that audience has grown and the way that that's impacting listeners and viewers has been really fun to see as well. We will definitely get more into other events like date night and that podcast later on in the show. But I have to ask you this. So when young men or older men come to ResGen, what are they mainly looking for? You know, what are some life aspects that men want to work on? Yeah, one of the things that I think that we really have noticed as the Men's Summit has grown, and, you know, the first one, Christine, uh, had 123 guys. Wow. And we did not have any intention, to be honest with you, about doing any more of them. 
uh, that really started because, again, after speaking to so many students over the years, so many of them were sharing a lot of the same stories and that, the, that their dad was not present, um, that he was either absent from the home uh, physically or maybe emotionally, spiritually, those kinds of things. And, of course, that being my story as well that resonated with me. I said, okay, so what can we do to really help the foundation of the home and how can we really uh, impact uh, men for the purpose of them impacting teenagers. And what we found was that men were hungry for this. Men were hungry for uh, an event, um, a space that they could come and just be real, that they could come and kind of take the masks off and, and recognize that they don't have to have it all together. And I think that that's one of the things that I, I think us as human beings, I think a lot of times we feel like we have to have everything together that we can't um, have bad days, that we, that we need to have all the answers. And I think that's especially with men. I think men struggle with the idea of, of vulnerability, of saying that, you know what, I'm not really okay. And I'm just going to continue to wear this tough guy mask and act like I'm okay. And so what we've seen over the years is that whether you are 18 years old or you are 78 years old, um, you have different... Uh, things that are part of your life that that you just that you just try to overcome on your own, and so we we have guys come looking for that community and looking for that opportunity, to just kind of be real, let the guard down, uh, to laugh, to cry if necessary, uh, and to grow. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, a growing being a growing person is one of the best gifts that we can give another person, uh, including ourselves. And so we've seen it grow from 123 men. Uh, to now over a thousand men uh, in attendance each year, and there's a hunger that guys have for the camaraderie, for the growth, for the learning, and then to figure out, okay, now how do we turn our intentions into action? Yeah, those numbers really do speak for themselves. If you are just listening, Tom Henderson, he is the founder of ResGen here in the Sioux Empire. He's joining me over the phone. Tom, you mentioned some resources. So what are those resources that ResGen can offer these men? Yeah, one of the things that, that uh, we're really excited about this year, in addition, obviously, to you know the, the podcast that we created to hopefully continue the conversations we begin at, events like the Men's Summit or other things that I speak at throughout the year. Um, but one of the things that, we, that we've done this year is we've started a partnership with a, an organization, uh, a, really a resource center called Right Now Media. And the cool thing about Right Now Media is it is a, it is a video library of literally thousands of videos uh, that, that deal with so many different topics that everybody deals with. And it's not just for men. I mean, it's about, it's for marriages, it's for women, it's for kids, it's for families. But one of the things that we're just excited about is, you know, because of our partnership with them, we can offer a, a membership to Right Now Media for free to anybody that's connected with ResGen. And all you really need to do and, and for that, that, uh, that membership is to, is to uh, you know sign up uh, through us, and uh, you get a username and a password. There's an app and all that kind of thing, and you can you can watch videos from experts in in the field of faith, of of leadership, um, on so many different kinds of topics 
that can help you in looking at, okay, how do we deal with fear in our lives? Or how do we deal with, um, you know, unforgiveness? Or how do we deal with just challenges and struggles? Or how do we, how do we do a better job of building into our marriages or building into our kids? And so that's one of the resources that we've, that we've added this year that I'm very, very excited about. Tom, what does it feel like to be a part of someone's journey? Like, how does it feel to impact someone's life? And maybe you can share a couple stories from that. You know, I think we all have the opportunity every single day uh, to, to impact other people and to be a part of their story. And that can be in a positive way or in a negative way. That's one of the things that even when I was where I was traveling around the country and speaking at a lot of public middle schools and high schools was trying to get students to understand that every single day they have power and they have power to either speak life into someone else or to deal death, specifically with our words, but not just with our words, but with our nonverbal communications, with our presence. And the reality is, is that every single one of us, regardless of our age, we have that same power. And so, you know, one of the, yes, I love the opportunity to be able to share my story, to be able to share messages that, that God gives me that I, can, that I can share on a stage. But, you know, some of the most impactful conversations I have and the most impact that I have is when I'm sitting across uh, a table at a coffee shop or having a phone conversation and being able to, to just share one-on-one with people. And... And equally, they impact my life. And so while I'm thankful for the platform that that God's given me through ResGen, I recognize that it's just a platform and that we all have a platform that we just need to choose to use it or or not. And so my prayer is is that, you know, through through the the messaging that ResGen has, uh, through whether that be the podcast, whether that be through a large event or a small event, whatever it is, I hope that it gives people the vision that they too can have an impact in, in, in a monumental way. A lot of times we think that it's just such a minuscule way because, oh, I don't speak on a big stage or I don't have you know, as many followers as this person or I don't have the ability to really impact a lot of people um, or the world. But the reality is that every single person can impact the world of one other person every single day. And so that's what gives me joy is hopefully allowing other people to grab that vision and then they can go and multiply that impact by them being a part of that as well. Absolutely. You know, ResGen, they offer a lot of great events to promote that message and to give everybody a taste of what ResGen is all about. They're happening in the near future. However, it's kind of tough to speak with organizations like ResGen without mentioning the elephant in the room. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you about COVID, Tom. We just have to, especially around businesses and organizations in the Sioux Empire dealing with this pandemic, never-ending pandemic, I should say. And we have talked to pretty much a lot of organizations except for ResGen. So let's go back to the beginning of the pandemic, if you can even remember that far. When you first heard about COVID-19, what were some of the first thoughts that came into your mind? Well, you know, I, I think like a lot of people, I was just, you know, confused. That's okay. So, you know, what do we do? So, so here it is. Uh, and, and what do we do with it? 
um, <laughs> excuse me, and, and especially when we didn't know at the very, you know, okay, 15 days to flatten the curve or, you know, what we just need to do is maintain a certain distance from people or, or whatever. Um, so there was a lot of just wondering, okay, you know, what do we do? But one of my biggest concerns, Christine, was that um, as people, we were created for relationship, mm-hmm. uh, not just with, with God, but with, with one another. Mm-hmm. And so my greatest concern was when, when we were told that we needed to stay away from one another, the kind of impact that that would really have on us as human beings. Because we're designed to be together, to be in relationship with each other. And when we are told words like, um, you know, isolation, and, and when we're told that we need to stay away from one another, it causes great concern, especially for those that, that, that are, are in a situation like the retirement community or in, in hospitals, and, you, and, and even, I had a great friend of mine, he was actually a former speaker at the Men's Summit, that he fell very ill very early on, and, and he was in the hospital for a month, mm-hmm. and could have literally no visitors. He is very, very active with his family, a very social person, and he could have no visitors, and what that isolation did to him and to so many others was of great concern to me. So I'm thankful that we have kind of turned this corner and recognized that the importance of togetherness, of, of relationship, of being together, and how that is such a huge part of our health as well, not just physical health, but our mental health as well. Absolutely. Now, as the leader of this organization, you kind of alluded to it already about bringing the podcast to life. How did you and your team navigate the COVID-19 pandemic and how were you able to reach men during this time? Yeah, well, one of the things that, that we did was we just said, OK, look, even though the method may need to change, uh, the message doesn't. And. So I think that's one of the things that, that everybody had to do, regardless of what kind of business you're in. Uh, the word of the year last year, as you know, was pivot, you know, the year of the pivot. Right. And, and how do we adjust to make sure that, that, you know, business continues to move forward. But, you know, for me, it wasn't so much, okay, so how do we keep the business afloat, so to speak, but it's how do we continue to get out a message of life, a message that is so desperately needed, maybe now even more than ever. And so uh, one of the ways that we could do that was by through podcasting. And there's no shortage of podcasts in the world, as you know. <laughs> but, but every, again, everybody has a platform. And just because maybe, um, you know, the podcast isn't reaching near as many people as Joe Rogan or right. some of the others that are out there, Pat McAfee in the sports world or whatever, um, that doesn't mean that the audience, although less in numbers, may um, does it lessen the impact of that of that message. So it's very similar to what I shared with you about about uh, impacting people's lives. Is is we can look at it and say, well, man, I don't have a big stage, I don't have a big platform. Well, that doesn't mean you can't have impact. Well, that's how we looked at the podcast as well as saying, you know, whether we have um, ten listeners or we have a thousand listeners. Uh, our audience needs this message. And so we spent a lot of, of, of time just saying, okay, what kind of messaging do we want to have? And so that's where we came up with the, with the concept of uh, the Giving Life podcast, Men Whose Life in Christ Gives Life to Others. 
because at the end of the day, that's what we're called to do, is to give life to others. And so that has been really exciting to see how our listenership has grown and how we've been able to expand our messaging through the podcast. And then, like I said, that is now a tool that we can utilize as a continuation of the conversations that I begin when I'm speaking at other events and at ResGen events. Um, and it's also was pretty neat because we were, in addition to the podcast, we also thought, well, because of the Men's Summit being a large-scale event and last year needing to limit our capacity so that we could still social distance and do all the things that we, that we needed to do to be, uh, to, to be safe, um, we thought, well, let's take that to the online audience. And so because of that, we were able to start new simulcast sites. We were able to um, put it online so that people could watch it in their homes. And our audience, instead of just relying upon those that gathered physically, which was roughly 1,000 the year before, it actually grew to 2,500 mm. because of how many people were able to watch online and go to other sites to, to view the content, which was very exciting to see. Absolutely. If you are just listening, Tom Henderson, he is the founder of ResGen. He is on the phone line with me. Now, before we wrap up the COVID-19 talk, what can you and ResGen take away from this pandemic? Any lessons, maybe a challenge that you faced? You know, I, I think we all learned a lot of things. We learned adaptability. We learned the ability to be flexible. One of the things that I think that was really good for me personally to learn, Christine, was that I tend to, I tend to struggle with perfectionism, okay? I'm um, with you. <laughs> and anything worth doing, doing is doing with excellence, doing well, and all of that kind of thing. But one of the things that, um, that really we had to all embrace, and myself specifically, was um, that there's nothing perfect about the whole COVID deal, right? No. <laughs> I mean, it, it was something we were all trying to figure out. And, and even as I launched into the podcast, my tendency is to trend towards perfectionism. And then if that can't happen, then well, maybe we shouldn't do it. But I just entered with this mindset of saying, we're going to try some stuff. We're going to try some stuff and we're going to be willing to fail. Um, and we're going to be, and then we're going to be willing to tweak as we move forward. And so I think that, that, that was something that I really learned is just adaptability and, and being okay with things not being perfect. And, and then also just the, it re, refocused, and I really wanted to double down on this whole idea of saying how we really do need one another. We really do need um, other people in our lives to be strength when we're weak, to be encouragement when we need that encouragement, uh, to, to, recognize that, you know, this, this whole isolation, man is an island type of a, of a mentality just does not work long term and that we really do need one another uh, in, in this world. And so I really hope that that was something that people recognize uh, more so than ever is their need to just be real and to have other people in their lives. 
Absolutely, and I know a lot of people are excited to finally get together again for great events like you guys have coming up at ResGen. Now, it's date night and the Men's Summit. It's all happening over the course of three days. Date night is January 27th and 28th, and then it's followed by the Men's Summit. That happens on Saturday, January 29th. So, Tom, tell us about these events that are going to be going on. Yeah, so like you said, the, the date night comedy event, we actually do that on two nights because it's so popular. Mm-hmm. And so we do that on both Thursday night and Friday night, January 27 and 28 this year. It's the same content uh, and comedy both nights. And so it's, it's really just about couples can pick which night works best for them. And join us on that night. Thursday night will be a little bit more elbow room. So if you want to have <laughs> a little bit more space, uh, Thursday night is kind of your jam. Uh, and then Friday night will be much more full, but it's $20 per person. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that we do is we just want to make things affordable and we want to make things accessible. And so we try to, we try to do that. And so, so that's our date night comedy. And we have couples that have been married for as few as one month or they're looking forward to being married. The couples have been married for 60 years in attendance for that. And it's just about, again, like we talked about earlier, yes, we're going to give some tips, some tricks, some tools, some resources, that kind of thing. Uh, but it's also just about getting couples to enjoy life and laugh and, and uh, enjoy uh, their relationship. And then the Men's Summit uh, takes place on the following Saturday, January 29th this year, uh, from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, we... we it's a high-octane, five-hour event with four sessions and a couple sections of comedy with snacks for dudes where we just <laughs> call men to love, uh, love the Lord, love their wives, love their kids. And, and then what, is that, what kind of uh, difference can that make in our homes and in our, in our community and our relationships? And so that's been a great event to see men gather again from ages 17, 18, all the way up to age 80. Um, and we just embrace that mentality of, of we never want to stop growing, we never want to stop learning, we never want to stop laughing, and uh, we want to just have this as a place for both encouragement and challenge of men to just uh, live the victorious life that, uh, that we're called to live. Absolutely, and you also have a couple of special guests coming for both the Date Night Comedy and the Men's Summit. Yes, you know, thankfully, I mean, we've been able to establish some great relationships with with nationally known communicators and comedians. And so uh, we've got, uh, for date night comedy this year, we've got Greg and Aaron Smalley as the president of, uh, vice president of marriage uh, for an organization called Focus on the Family. He and his wife are just excellent comedic storytellers. And then uh, they're going to be joined by comedian Johnny W. And he is just absolutely hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> and so we're very excited about uh, about that uh, lineup for date night comedy. And then our men's summit is, uh, you know, it's been so fun to see the way that that uh, the stage has been filled over the last six years with great communicators. And this year's no different. Um, we've got Johnny W is going to be our comedian, so he's going to you know flow over into that. But then we've got Sam Ocho, who played uh, for the Bears. Oh yes, as well he did. The Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's a nine-year NFL veteran and now ESPN analyst, and just a phenomenal guy. He and I developed a great friendship last year. And then Jason Romano, who was the uh, producer for Mike and Mike in the Morning mm-hmm. for 17 years, uh, he's going to be joining us. And then Sam Collier, who's the pastor of Hillsong Atlanta 
in Atlanta, Georgia, is going to be joining us as well. And then, and then of course, I'll be sharing a message, too. So it's going to be a great day, high octane, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. We get guys in. We have a great time. It's only 30 bucks for the day. And then we get them out by 1 p.m. so they can go and enjoy the rest of their Saturday with their family and do chores or do whatever they need to do. <laughs> but it's, and then both of those events as well, Christine, are not only available in person mm-hmm. here in Sioux Falls, but also online. And so tickets for both of those, um, those styles uh, is, can be found at our website, resgen.org, R-E-S-G-E-N.org. Absolutely. Once again, Tom Henderson, he is the founder of ResGen here in the Sioux Empire. And Tom, you jumped right to my next question. If anybody has, wants to learn more about ResGen and what they have to offer, where can they go? Who can they contact? Yeah, uh, the website has everything you need. Uh, ResGen.org, R-E-S-G-E-N.org. Uh, if you have any questions, you can feel free to email us through that site as well. Um, or through social media, you know, you can find us on, you know, Facebook and, and Twitter, LinkedIn, all those kinds of things. But uh, we're just real excited about the opportunity to put on meaningful, impactful events like this. And so all the information, tickets to be found at our website, as well as uh, more information about ResGen's Giving Life podcast can be found on the website as well. All right. Awesome. Once again, Tom Henderson, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you, Christine. Always a pleasure. I'm Christine Manica, and you've been listening to Sunday Focus. I'd like to thank Tom Henderson of ResGen for joining the program today. If you want to learn more about ResGen, you can always visit resgen.org. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.